Everybody and welcome back to thedustoffrods.com video games podcast. As always, I'm your host, the Dead Man. Over today we have Alex. Yo, no Ziploc this week. He's going through some shit, so you just got us. He's got Ziploc things to do. Yes, he's out there keeping your food from getting freezer burn. Yep, keeping your keeping the inside of a picnic basket safe from peanut butter spillage. Keeping those ants out. Yeah, exactly. Keep those fuckers out. Doing the Lord's work, Ziploc. We salute you. <laughs> this is usually the point where he'd say something, but he's not here. Uh, just... The fact you that the his, mental the image fact of that Ziploc is running a- around picnics, sealing everyone's bags, don't you? Well... Well, there's that. Also, the visual of just opening a picnic basket and just having a southern bearded man in there holding your sandwich. <laughs> I got it. Hey, don't worry, We're bro. Cool. We, them fuckers, tried to get in here, and I just gave them some good old southern beatdowns. Ziploc Bob is on the case. Also, the fact that like his name, like Ziploc, we, we, we you say Ziploc as just like a kind of a standard generic name, but Ziploc is a brand. It is. So just the idea that we are saying all this to a monolithic company. That's true. Yeah, it's like Band-Aid, you know, they're a company. Yeah, like, The technical like, term is adhesive bandage. Yes, like Kleenex is actually a facial tissue, but everybody says Kleenex. Well, I just say tissue, but you know. I never pay attention to what's on the boxes. Yeah, neither, neither do I. Like, we fucking... Uh, when I when I go out to get when I go out to get Kleenex, I don't because my mom does all that. But when we do, we go out and get the cheapest brand we can find. I just get what's on sale. That too. Or what I can buy in ridiculous bulk at Costco. But like, which I, is usually Kleenex, honestly. You know, like everybody refers to it as Kleenex, even if it's not Kleenex. I. I actually once had a lady. I was I was being babysit when I was when I was a kid. She like babysat like four or five different kids all at her house, and I was like, "Hey, you're on toilet paper," and she's like, "No, around here we say toilet tissue." And she would correct me whenever I said toilet paper. That's weird. I don't think toilet paper or toilet tissue is a company. It isn't. It isn't. It's just the words "toilet" and "paper" together apparently like offended her on some level. Hmm. It's just weird, like, dude. I don't know. Well, I don't know. You call them like washrooms up there. We call them bathrooms too. Oh, really? Because when I was up there, everyone was like washroom, washroom, washroom. Yeah, some people do that. I say bathroom. I say shitter. Oh no, I just say I mean, we say bathroom down here. But then some countries just like the toilet. Yeah, it's like hey, I'm gonna hey, I'm it's gonna like, go fucking hit the head. I'm gonna go to the loo. Yeah, no. Some countries just like it's the toilet. Like that's what it says on the. The sign. It's like, we're not even going to try and, you know, we're not even going to try and sugarcoat it. We know what you're going in there to do. I'm a ghost. I'm a go crouch over a super soaker and get my asshole cleaned. Yeah. 
Yeah, they do that in some countries. Yeah, dude, Japan. Motherfucker, they have they have piss-controlled video games. I know. Bring it back around. I think in Japan they have, like, where you press a button and, like, music plays so no one can hear what you're doing. That, too. Yeah. So nobody can hear your forced strains as you try to push out some fucking sushi or whatever. I don't know. Oh, God, that wasabi isn't sitting well with me. I think that Unagi uh, was bad. Here, there's, there's only one. It's only a one-person bathroom anyway. So you know, unless somebody's hang, hanging outside, nobody's gonna hear you anyway. Yeah, just, just somebody just like with a fucking glass against the door. Just what are you doing in there? Like, Come on, I gotta go. Hurry up. Anyway, video games. Yeah, well, we had to fill the time for when Ziploc would talk. Yeah, not that we're implying Ziploc constantly has frequent conversations about toilets and toilet paper. Oh no, definitely not. No, he actually no, he doesn't at all. Actually, in fact, he has context. He he has he has um conversations about plastic bags with interlocking plastic straps along the top. That's true. That shit is revolutionary technology, motherfuckers. You ever seen that shit where it has an actual zipper on it? I do. I usually break them. <laughs> when I first saw that, it blew my fucking mind. I always put too much in there, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta close it. Ah, closed. No, I've ruined the bag. Now I have to get another one. <laughs> and then you, the cycle begins again. And the cycle begins. Well, no, this time I'm like, okay, I guess I can't put that much in there. So I'll have to use two. So I end up wasting three bags. One I broke <laughs> and the other two because I needed more than one to fill what I was trying to put in there in the first place. <sighs> it's a hard science, those Ziploc bags. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com plus prods. Link in the description in the sidebar. <laughs> Ziploc's not one of them, but, you know. We're, we're not being paid by Ziploc to say all this. We just enjoy, you know, talking about the subject of zipper bags. Yeah. We're not paid spokesmen. We're just fans. We're just fans. Thank you, John Oliver, for let, for coming up with that coming up with that delivery so that I can constantly steal it from you. <laughs> DeWalt motherfuckers. All right, so video games. Alex, you have played yeah, stuff, presumably. Uh, well, I'm still I'm still working on Super Robot Wars V, but I got far enough that I actually have stuff to talk about this week. Oh, goody! So, without further ado, it's good. <laughs> it's much better. It's uh, it's much it's much better than the last game they released. It's restored my faith in the franchise. My God! Yeah, because when when Z three came out, I was like. This is really not good, man. If this is the future, I might have to stop playing. But then, uh, then my faith has been rewarded, for they have 3D maps again. And if you don't know, because you've probably never played, once they got advanced enough to consoles, maps were 3D. You know, there's actual buildings on them, and the robots are tiny versions of themselves, as opposed to how it used to be, which was a flat 2D surface and the robot heads as the as only the marker as to what the units were, which. They downgraded to in Z2 because it was on the PSP, and they tried to use 3D maps on a PSP, and it caused a 30-second load time for just about everything, well, yeah, it's which is PSP. really annoying. Yeah, so I was I was willing to forgive that for um, for Z2, but then Z3 did the same thing, presumably because they're like, well, if people didn't mind us half-assing the last game, let's half-ass this game too. But finally, they stopped. Ha- if there's one thing I have to give Bandai Namco credit for is that, is that they know when they they've ripped the audience off too much and they're risking actually angering them. 
It's like when they, when they re-released Tales of Vesperia on the on PS3, and pretty much they're like, "Hey, 360 users, thanks for uh, beta testing it for us." And then they did the same thing with Tales of Graces on the Wii, and then they also released it on the PS3, and it was a better version, more stuff. And the Wii the Wii version was so bad that if you tried to play a new game plus, the whole thing basically just kind of exploded on you. But after that, they stopped re-releasing because they're like, "Okay, we we've hit the we've hit the ripoff limit here. If we do that again, they might actually stop buying our games." So, so at least they're they're smart about it. So you're saying that Bandai Namco, you're saying that you're giving credit to Bandai Namco for ripping people off just enough. Yes, that's it's, what it's I'm like, saying. It's like, hey, you are a fucking disgusting corporate entity that is just ripping people off and trying to take all their money. But you're doing it to like right up to the brink of it being really annoying. So good Pretty on you. Pretty much, yeah. Good, good, good on you for you know knowing knowing your limits. If they knew their limits, they wouldn't be ripping people off in the first place. Pretty much. That's because it's like it's like hey, you know, I, it's like I don't think they're going to get away with making people double dip for the same game a third time. And they're like, you're right, we weren't. We'll just release it on PS3 from the start this time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is sad. That is sad. That is, that is sad, but at the same time, you know, I'm like, well, God, at least they're trying again. It's like, you can't win. But are they trying, though? Well, they tried They tried with V. Okay, they're trying harder than they tried with, Z, with the Z3. I mean, yes, they're still cutting some corners because, you know, budget and limits and stuff. Like, you still can't, you still can't separate, you know, the robots in there are tiny multiple configurations, you know, like those five-unit combiner things. You know, they don't do that anymore. They used to do that there's back no, in the older there's games. no Devastator? No, if there was Devastator, he'd be deployed as Devastator from the start, hmm. as opposed to, like, five or six Constructicons that you have to all group into the same spot, and then hit Combine, and then it turns into Devastator. Yeah, you, they you just be like, is, here's Devastator. Yeah, there is no fucking command you can issue as Megatron, say, like, Constructicons form Devastator. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what original. You, I don't know what original Megatron sounds like. Uh, yeah, he kind of sounds like that. I have never really yeah. spent any time with Gen One Power Gen One Transformers. Really? Have you watched Transformers Prime? Uh, no. I think the only okay. the stuff I've watched of Transformers is the Michael Bay movies because I hate myself. And Even the fourth one. Uh, I haven't seen the fourth one yet. Oh, because that's the one where they actually brought back the original Megatron because you know, Hugo Weaving got pissed off. Of course he did. Well, you know, well, no, Hugo Weaving's like, I mean, I don't have a lot to say about this franchise. I record a few lines in a booth and that's it. And then Michael Bay's like, how dare you not jump on my on my glory? You're out of the next movie. You're not I'm awesome. going to bring in Frank Welker. I'm going to bring in Frank Welker, who is probably cheaper than you anyway. Yeah, that motherfucker ain't doing Scooby-Doo no more, so fuck it. Well, he is still doing Scooby-Doo. He's the only one still doing Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he's not doing good Scooby-Doo anymore, so fuck it. Yeah, okay. Mystery Inc., he's motherfuckers. Like, available now on DVD. Yeah, he's, a, he's basically a voice... He's like the god of voice actors. You know, he's like, I can still make it sound like I did 20 years ago. Sure, no problem. I can do blender sounds if you want. That's no big deal. Hey, you want me to fucking dub a band? I, I fucking got you, dog. What do you need? Drums? Yeah. Rhythm? Oh, the clarinet? Fuck it, I got that. Just plugs his nose a good set of clarinet solo. So anyway, Transformers hasn't been in Super Robot Wars yet. I also saw this final thing. I also yeah. saw the movie with um, Unicron. Oh, that one. Oh, well, well that 
that was the original movie. That's what Megatron sounded like, basically. So I've not seen that in a while. Before he was, before he was upgraded to Galvatron and was voiced by Leonard Nimoy. So anyway, yeah, he basically he's like Constructicons form Devastator, and then they do that. But you know, it's not in, Transformers has never been in Super Robot Wars yet. But if they did, you know, Devastator would just show up. It'd be like Swarm Devastator, and then Devastator would appear on the map, and there would be no combination. You think you have the giant testicles? I I really I really hope if they choose uh, if, if they ever put Transformers in Super Robot Wars, I really hope they don't do the Michael Bay version. Well, that's the money. They have the well, yeah. I mean, fucking but, original Transformers. Uh, that wasn't that made enough to that made enough, that made enough to like keep itself going, but it wasn't like a fucking money maker. That shit is one of the like highest grossing movie franchises of all time. But did it sell enough toys? That's the question. I don't think you need to when you make over a billion dollars. Well, I mean, you make you make Paramount happy, but you know Hasbro, like they're like, if you're not selling our our plastic crack, man, you know, motherfucker, Hasbro is getting a cut of that. That's yeah, they're getting they're getting a cut of that, but they're not getting the entire cut. You know, because when they sell, I think when they sell the figures, they don't have to share it with Paramount, or maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, motherfucker, I never really looked enough into that. So yeah, Transformers is the tenth highest grossing film franchise of all time. Somehow. Making three point eight, making just shy of three point eight billion dollars over a total over a total of five films. Sometimes I feel bad about that, but hey, at least it keeps the franchise going in other places. Holy shit! Just motherfucker! This shit! God damn it! I'm lo- I'm looking at I'm looking at the fucking numbers on this and <sighs> Transformers movies make about 3 times as much on average as a James Bond movie does. Hmm. And this this is the fucking like Michael Bay Transformers movies, not like fucking Total Transformers. Oh no, no, no. The 80s movie bombed horribly. Yeah, like I'm looking at the fucking numbers here, and yeah, James Bond is the fourth highest grossing franchise at seven billion dollars, and that's over a total of twenty six films. That is the Transformers has five. Yeah, Transformers has five, and it is like fucking, it's catching up. Fuck, Fast and Furious is catching up. Fast and Furious. What's the first top highest grant? What's the what's the top franchise? Oh, of course. I mean, that's not surprising. Yeah, 14 films, $10 billion. Yeah. Then Harry Potter. They'll have a hard time catching up to that. Yeah, it's Marvel, then Harry Potter, then Star Wars. Unsurprising. Well, yeah, Harry Potter has eight films, and Star Wars has eight films. Soon to be more. No, wait. It has it has nine, because there's Rogue One, which I keep forgetting about. Yeah, me too. Oh, I don't think I even think I've saw Rogue One yet. Just kind of fell by the wayside. I heard it was good though. I've heard mixed things about it. Oh well, I heard it was. It, I heard it wasn't terrible. And let's also not forget the Clone Wars animated movie. Remember that? Oh, I did forget all about that. No, I forgot all about that actually completely. That kicked off the fucking real extended universe. I wonder if Star Wars could be in Super. I mean, pro- I mean, probably not. 
Could you get the could you get the fucking robo made from uh Spaceballs? I mean, you could, but the thing is, you you, you kind of need more. Um, although, actually, this game has Space Battleship Yamato in it, which has no robots at all. Just the battleship and fighters, which is a first. Okay, so fuck it. Star Trek, then. And so, yeah, you could have Star Trek, then, I guess. Yeah, it's all that just happened, and then all I of mean, a sudden, the fucking giant green hand chucks the Enterprise at a robot. Yeah. Oh, go! It's like, Captain, we've reached Warp 7! My God, no one's ever gone this fast. So yeah, I mean they're loose. Like they also had Techaman Blade, which is basically just like a guy in a jet suit, more or less. I got Jet Jaguar. No, he's t- no, he's 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 like a human sized guy in a jet suit. He's basically he's like he's like Iron Man. If Iron Man put his suit on by holding a, a crystal to the sky and shouting a catchphrase, and it magically appeared on him, that's so basically Techaman Blade. So he's Darkhawk. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess you could say it like that. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's size 2S, which means he's human-sized in the game. <laughs> which means he's very, he means he's very hard to hit. Oh, yeah, they have sizes. There's, like, there's size S, which is, like, a tiny robot. There's size M, which is, like, um, it's, like, a, a which is your average Gundam-sized robot. There's size L, which is your average super, super robot. They're size 2 and 3L, which is either a really big robot or a battleship. Uh, uh, could I, I, get a, could had, I get a Venti uh, robot? Yeah, I, I think they had size 4L, which was a guy who was the size of the planet. And then they had size infinity, which was for Tengen, Topiger, and Lagan. But that was only once. Yeah, you know, naturally. Yeah. So, because uh, there's, uh, like, the bigger you are, the more damage you do to a smaller target, but the harder you are, or the easier you are to hit. Unless you use a special ability, which ignores all that. So, you know, like the, a battleship is size 3L, which means you won't be dodging anything. But you'll also take less damage. Okay, then. Yes. And speaking of Transformers, yeah, back when back when there was a drought between G1 and Beast Wars, when there was no Transformers shows to be had... Japan basically made a rip-off Transformers show called the Brave series, which is basically, you know, like Transformers, except they're not aliens. They're usually built by people, and they usually have a human pilot. So, so it's not a rip-off Transformers Geiger, at all. Uh, uh, well, except for the fact that the first, the first Brave robots were basically literally Transformers. Like the fir- the very first show, I think, was called X Kaiser. Had a group that was basically just the Dinobots, like color to different color <laughs> that, that was about it they, they've, they've gotten better at they got better at making their own way after a while but yeah the first one was basically just literally recolored transformers so uh transformers so don't this, got no pilots pretty much they are their pilots they are their pilot well i mean some some of them like like this one has Brave Express Might Gain, which is a brave one of the most popular Brave series ever, and Brave series are hard to get in Super Robot Wars because uh, they're owned by Takara Tomi, who also owns Transformers in Japan. So uh, Bandai Namco is a rival company to them, so uh, it's very hard to get them to cooperate. You basically need to pay them a lot more money, but at a certain amount of money, they're like, sure, you can have our our license. That's fine, no problem. Because, you know, money can get you anything. Yeah, naturally. Apparently. So uh, so this one has... It has a jet piloted by a guy 
a, tr- a train robot, which is an AI, has no pilot, and they combine with a bigger train to form Might Gine, which is piloted by the two of them combined. And they're basically a transformer, sort of, in a way. And uh, that that's one of the, the novelties of this show, is that it, it has a Brave series, which is very rare, because, again, they don't like to share. It's like why there's rarely Zoids in Super Robot Wars, because uh, they're also owned by Takara Tomy. You know, Zoids, is, I don't know if you've ever seen Zoids, it's basically like, yeah, you know, yeah, I've, I've animal seen, robots. I've seen Zoids. You have. I thought you said Zords at first, and I was like, oh, no, Zoids. No, no, not Zords, no, not Zords, no. Zoids. Not, not Zoids, yeah, Zoids. Not Zords. Zoids, so not Power Rangers. Yeah, not, not Power Rangers, or Super Sentai, which would be in the case in Japan. They've never been in the Super Robot Wars either, because they're not really sure how to handle the fact that most of the series doesn't really revolve around the robot, although there is a robot. There are many robots. Yeah, there are many robots. Well, most most series usually has one. Or at least half the Sentais do. It, it, well, now there's like, you know, 15. And they all combine into one that looks so big, it looks like the suit guy, the guy wearing the suit is struggling not to fall over with every step. <laughs> but for for the classic Sentais that would probably be in, there'd only be one robot. Usually. Can't they get some but of them? They've never been in yet. Yeah, they've never been in yet, but you never know. They have Yamato, so it's only a matter of time, I guess, at this point. Can't they get some of them Kamen Riders? I don't know. No, they don't have robots. They don't need them. They can just fucking go out there and, I don't know, do shit at them. No, well, they did have a game that was based off of Super Robot Wars, which only featured Kamen Riders and, like, other various characters like that. But that didn't sell very well, so they only made one. I tried playing it once. It was kind of hard to follow. <laughs> also, it was really hard. Like, it wasn't, ver- it wasn't very well balanced. It-, it was made back in the day when they didn't really have the formula worked out. So, uh, you know, like, if you're not careful, everyone is dead and then you lose. Okay. So. I was spending the last, like, five minutes looking up information about Zoids. Zoids, really? Yeah. Did you which, know that... Which, did- which Zo- uh, just Zoids. Zoid? Zoids is a thing, oh. but uh, I just looked this up. Apparently, uh, the first series to get dubbed over here in America was actually New Century, the second of the Zoids TV anime series. That's true. It was on uh, Toonami. Yes. Or at least over here it was. I don't know what... what uh, in what Canada, I think it was there. on YTV or something. Yeah. And then they then they dubbed the second... Or then they dubbed the first one as a second, and yes. I don't think Chaotic it did as Century. well. Chaotic Century, which was just called Zoids in Japan because it was the first one. Yeah. And uh, then then Zoids started to not do so well, so they kind of stopped, and that's why there hasn't been a Zoid series since Genesis. Yes, but Zoids Fusers... Which never released on TV. Yeah. Zoids Fusers uh, was actually uh, first broadcast in the U.S. instead of Japan, and while it was 20, 20, 12, while it was 26 episodes long, it did get canceled after 13. Yeah. They kind of they kind of lost their uh, charm, I guess. Yup. But even in Japan, Zoids is kind of dead, so, you know. But you never know. There could always be a re- random revival. I... In fact, the Brave series is dead, too, because once they started making new Transformers stuff again, like once Beast Wars came out, they're like, forget that. Yeah, fuck that shit, dog. Transformers, we got, man. We got fucking Optimus Primal up in this shit. Yeah, well, then they started making, like, you know... Japanese versions of the Transformers with like Armada and stuff like that. 
which is basically Transformers except a lot more anime style. Hmm. With like 30 second long transformation sequences. Oh, I'd... If, you ever, if you ever seen Transformers Armada, like, you know, it's like, they have to say transform and then there's like a, a slow-mo like 20 second series where no, it's 20 second like transformation scene where nobody tries to interrupt them or anything. No, I'm I just, like, go ahead. We'll I just wait. remind. I just remember Beast Machines. Unfortunately, where they just unfortunately fucking, I do. Yeah, where they fucking landed on goddamn Cybertron, stuck in their animal forms, because they were now some kind of weird like half half animal, half robot shit fighting against the fucking yes, Vehicons. It's because when they were flying back to Cybertron after Beast Machines, Megatron randomly fell off and somehow arrived on the planet beforehand. Then he just conquered it, because, you know, apparently it's easy. Yeah, you know. All you need to do is show up as one guy, and you can conquer the entire planet. Yeah, that's how these things work. And then they arrived, and, like, the entire show had absolutely nothing to do with Beast Wars whatsoever, except it was kind of the same characters and the same voice actors, except, you know, like, Optimus Primal was uh, this crazy... Like nature lover, all of a sudden. Yeah, he was like a fucking Buddha Buddhist or something. He's like, we have to listen to the Oracle; it knows everything. I wasn't really a fan of Beast Machines. I couldn't tell. No, I don't think many people were actually. There's a reason it kind of like has never been spoken. It doesn't get spoken of much in the in the fandom. Yeah, and I don't think it's ever been followed up with ever again. Oh, right, and she, right, and there was a fucking spider lady who fucking a bird wolf, man. Yeah, that's true. Then in Beast Machines, he only became a bird. Well, that's stupid. Yeah, he uh, he had his wolf part removed. Well, that's just shitty. Somehow. I don't know how, but, you know. If you are a bird wolf, man, you keep that shit going as a bird wolf, man. I actually think I had the toy of the bird wolf, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you had the silver bolt figure? Yeah. I think I broke off one of his arms and lost the tip of his wing. Yeah, they were kind of fragile. Well, no, also because the, also because I his remember. wings, like they fucking the the two front feathers on him shot out as like bullets. Yeah, and which <laughs> means you lose them immediately. It's like it's like how when I had the original, well, I had the, I had the second release of Optimus Prime, and now I lost his two hands because <laughs> his, his hands plug in. So like I, he's just he's like a sad Optimus Prime with no arm with no hands, just like stumps. Anyway, video games. I lost some music. Yeah, video games. Well, I mean, technically we're talking about robots. <laughs> yeah, robots and video games are synonymous. Well, yeah, I mean, there's Zeno yeah, Zeno Gears is my one of my favorite games. In fact, uh that was what got me into giant robots in the first place because I was like giant robots. People piloting giant robots. Oh my god, this is a brilliant idea. Why haven't we thought of that? And hey, like, man, actually it's been We all dig giant robots. That's right. As the lead singers of the Megas XLR theme song are wont to remind us. Oh, yeah. That's something I wish would be in Super Robot Wars, but it probably won't because it's that'd, a U.S. series. That'd be so dumb. That'd be I so great. It's fucking, it's fucking Megas X. They're doing like the fucking anime shit and all of a sudden fucking Megas burst out of a portal or something. Yeah. It's like, Megas, hey, who are you guys? And they, don't, they, can't, they can't talk to anyone because they don't speak Japanese. Yeah, it's the same, know, vo- then, it's same voice cast for, uh, like, fucking uh, the main characters for Megas XLR, which names I can't remember. I'm going to go look this up right now. 
Coop, Jamie, and Kiva. Right, Coop. Yeah, just fucking Coop and this Coop person. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then it just... Oh, that'd be so good. That would be that would be great, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. But you never know. No, it's never going to happen. I don't fucking, think Pegasus like, LR actually got released in Japan because, well, they're kind it, of... It's Megas XLR, dude. That, it's Megas XLR, yeah. Like, like a giant robot. A giant robot from the future. That's not that's not unbelievable. A giant robot from the future who has a fucking American muscle car for a head. That's a step too far. That's a step too far. It has the someone's the there's one there's one episode where like they use the Yamato's wave motion gun, and the actual like Yamato comes out of its chest somehow, because Megas XLR doesn't care. It's Megas XLR. Oh fuck! I there there was some there was some fucking talk. A little while back, that he that uh, the creators of Megas had been uh, getting in contact with people trying to get the thing back, but apparently, in an interview in 2014, uh, George Kerstick, co-creator, uh, was quoted as saying, "Megas was written off as a tax loss, and as such, cannot be exploited at least domestically in any way, or the network will get into some se- will get into some sort of tax slash legal trouble." Ah, uh, yes. I hate when that happens. That's a bunch of horseshit. Fuck you, Cartoon Network. Bring back Megas XLR. Ugh, good luck with that. Oh yeah, there's there's a, there was rage because Cartoon Network canceled One Piece on oh, Tsunami yeah. the other night. Well, it, well they didn't, they're not, they're they're not they canceled. It, they just like, dropped it from. They just replaced it. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean, they dropped it and people were mad and they're like, it doesn't really do well on our block. Yeah. Also, if you want it, fucking go to goddamn Crunchyroll. Yeah, that's true. But just everyone was like, ah, why doesn't everyone love One Piece? Damn you, four kids, you ruined it. I mean, they did ruin it, but still. Yeah, it really did. Jesus Christ. It kind of did. It really uh, did. Motherfucker. It, like, it'll never recover again. Motherfucker, that goddamn dub. Oh. They even, I think they bought it, like, they got it with, like, Shaman King, so they had to dub it, and they're like, what the hell are we supposed to do with this? There's no, there's no, like, card games in this. There's no card games or Pokemon. That's all we know how to do. Yeah, and Ghost Stories hasn't happened yet. So they didn't, and Ghost Stories hasn't happened yet, so they didn't make it a fucking weird ironic thing. Oh, uh, yes, Ghost Stories. We are talking about the wrong goddamn thing. We are. Well, what do you expect? It's an anime. It's an anime crossover game. That's what happens when you start talking about it. You get into the animes. So. All right. So the game. Game is good. Okay. The, ga- the game. Uh, anything else? I've been playing anything else. No, I'm still playing that game. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet. Here, see, here's the thing. When, when, because all right, what's well, the thing I should mention? Because the the big thing about Super Wars V is that uh, it got an English translation for the second time ever because they they realized they can get around licensing by making an English version for Southeast Asia and then just having people import that. So. Uh, Apparently, Super Mario Wars take a really long time to play when you when you can actually read all the dialogue because there's a whole lot of dialogue. There's like there's a, there's a good 15 minute like worth of dialogue between every stage, and there's 52 stages. I feel like we should so give you just like a secondary podcast series, like a video series of you just talking about Super Robot Wars for like 12 hours. I probably could. So that so like it, so like could. on the podcast, it won't just be hey every week, hey, Alex, how Super Robot Wars doing? Yeah. Well, once I'm finished with this, you know, that'll be the last one for a while. So, so but anyway, prepare everybody at home for eight more weeks of Super Robot Wars V Talk. 
Yeah. No, I think I think I should have it done by next cast. I hope. Okay. But uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The trans. I just one thing I want to talk about. One one thing. The translation is good. It's not like Moon Dwellers, which was like all you need is fire and pierce. The that in Moon Dwellers. Cool. Moon, du- Moon Dwellers was uh, the the original the OG game. In fact, that was the thing I talked about in my audition. Oh right, that fuck I forgot about that. That yeah, that I that forgot had a terrible translate. It was yeah, well it it was I don't think I actually talked about it on the cast because I already talked to you about it for the audition. But uh, that had a terrible translation by people that it didn't look like had ever spoke that looked like they spoke English as a third language and then just like babble Google translated all the lines and then tried to sort it out into something that made kind of sense and it didn't at all. This one is actually coherent. Well, hey, everybody, if you're interested in finding out what the fuck he's talking about, you can check out Super Wars OG The Moon Dwellers, available now for PS4. PS4 and, uh, yes, yeah, PS4 if you want an English translation. Yep, it's available on Amazon and right now. Available on Amazon, or I get it from PlayAsia if you're looking for imports, and they totally, they're not actually paying me to say this. That's just where I get it from, PlayAsia.com. If you're looking for a good import games, go to PlayAsia.com. Leave the they're not actually paying me, but they're not actually paying me to, paying me to say this. Yeah, they're I'm paying me it. for you to say this. That's true. <laughs> and uh, all right, so uh, I'll probably have I'll probably be able to con- comment on the story once I've actually finished it. So for now, that's all I have to talk about this week. Okay, looks like we're gonna have a one-hour show this week. Well, Ziploc's not here. Yes. Yeah, so, ah, uh, got a one of the uh, games for uh, PlayStation Plus this month was Tearaway Unfolded. Started playing that some. What's that about? Ah, you're a envelope made out of you're a living envelope made out of paper, and you are trying to get to a hole in the sky. Oh, yeah. Is that all? Yep. That's not I, strange. That's not strange in any way. Yeah, you're in this uh, big old papercraft world. Uh, what you have to do, there are these things called scraps that are going around and turning things from construction paper to newspaper. Yeah. And I play, so I played a bit of this on you know PS PS Vita, and that used all the touch shit. Uh, PS4 doesn't really have any touch shit on it, so instead what it uses is motion stuff. Specifically, uh, you hold down one of the triggers to make a spotlight in the shape of the PS4 light bar on the controller. You can use that to uh, use that to uh, burn away newspaper, turn it back to construction paper. I uh, use it to like wake up plants and stuff and you use it to uh basically mesmerize the scraps, the enemies that actually make things turn to newspaper as they call them and then yeah. move them around and like make them fall to their deaths or make them kill themselves. Game got a bit dark. I yeah, I'm going to say this this is awfully dark for a game where you're playing as paper. Yeah, and everybody's cool with it. Like one of the first things you do when you get the fuck when the scraps show up is you take them and drop them down a fucking hole to death and nothing, and everyone's like, "Oh, you did it! Great job!" Or you or you like make them like walk into a bell that's that's like hanging above a well, then they fall down to the well and just drown. Hey, you drown that guy! Good job. Oh yes, well going, well done, you. How five? How five? You drowned. You drowned a guy made of paper. Wait, is everyone made of paper or just you? Everyone's made of paper. You are the oh, only okay. envelope, though. Oh, well, the special protagonist power is right there. 
Yeah, like the, the game starts out with uh, the narrators talking directly to you, the player. Well, like you're like you're referred to like you're referred to as a you. And when the game starts out, it is like them going through fucking satellite TV trying to find something interesting to watch, and then they go, "Oh, well, there's fucking nothing on. Might as well turn this shit off." And then an envelope bursts through the screen. It's like, "Oh, a message! Oh, a message for you, a you!" And then that message turns into your fucking playable character. You player, yes, you in front of the TV. We're talking to you. Well, yeah, game- well at least it's not. Uh, it's at least at least they don't refer to you as like the unseen god that manipulates all. Which nope. Is- so, some game did that actually. I forget what it was. I think it was the original Terraway. Whenever, yeah, whenever they were talking about like the the unseen god in the sky. Oh no! It, no, so, no, sorry, totally it wasn't, it wasn't that. Uh, it was the, it was a similar story to this. It, like the PSP game, PS Vita game. Sorry, was a similar story to this. But whenever they showed the hole in the sky, they used the front facing camera to just show your face in the sun, like it's fucking Teletubbies. Yeah. In this, the hole in the sky is just a hole in the sky. Because I don't have a, I maybe if I had a PlayStation Four camera, but I sold all four of those that I got. Why did you have four? Because I bought one when the PlayStation Four was coming out, and they ship and they shipped me four. Oh, maybe you should have kept one. I I did I did keep one, and I used it for a while, and I was like, oh wait, this camera does nothing. Oh, so it's one of those cameras. So then I sold it for like fifty bucks. Well, that's not too bad, and it's not too bad a uh, thing then. No, I didn't sell the other ones. The other ones I gave away for charity. Oh well, I mean, wait, did you get them for free by accident? Yes, I paid for one. I, 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 I paid for one, got four, and Amazon never said, "Hey, did we send you more stuff?" Oh well, that uh, Amazon's good like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I sold one after I realized they were worthless, and then the other three. Me and a buddy of mine gave away for charity for extra life. Well, you know, yeah, just hey, you got them for free. You got, you got them for free. You were giving them away for free, so you broke even. Yeah, net loss of ten bucks because the PlayStation Four camera cost sixty bucks at launch, and I sold mine for fifty. Oh, you know, what does the camera even do? I assume it doesn't Nothing. record the actual gameplay. Nothing at all. The camera, the camera was mainly used for um, playroom. This kind of AR game. Like I assumed that it was G- going into launch. I read like the controllers would have like some move functionality to them. So I was like, oh, okay, it has yeah. the light bar, and the light bar interacts with the camera because you know that's what the move controllers did. So I was like, okay, in order to get the full experience out of this fucking thing, I need to get the fucking camera so it'll work with the, for the work of the controller, so I can try out any of this dumb bullshit they do. Turns out it always uses fucking gyroscopes in the controller and no use of the camera at all. So I was like, "Well, fuck this then." So, so it's so it's one of those like you know, it's like this is totally going to be a thing, and it's made for one game and one game only. Yep, and it was a pack-in game. It was a pack-in. It was a pack-in experience. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to put it because it's not a game. Playroom is just some bullshit that they put in they put in your thing that where you can, where it's like, hey, you're sitting in your room, and then it summons like this weird robot buddy who just kind of goes around and does whatever, and you can interact with them by like fucking moving the controller and then picking him up and then dropping him. And then that's it. And or you could just fucking live stream out you on the PlayStation Playroom, like fucking or something. If you if you really want to, yes, the robot gets very confused as all of a sudden you stick a dick in her ass, hmm. or in his ass. I don't know. I don't Remind judge. Me of that, 
reminds me of that that wasn't there like a microphone for the PS3 that was only really used with one game? Uh yeah, like, like the like the fucking Well, no no, it wasn't used for one game. There were there were a couple different games that used like there was Rock Band, there was uh like all like the fucking Sing Star games. I just remember this game where like you basically you had to yell someone direction like go left. Or oh, that that was how you played that was, the game. That was PS2. Oh, okay, that's what that was. Yeah, it was a Life Link. Yeah, Life Link, and that was like the only game really ever made for it. Yeah, it was like that and SOCOM, but nobody fucking used it for SOCOM. Well, that would be kind of dumb. So anyway, Terraway unfolded. It's yeah, it's fine. It is. It is a cute, kind of fun. Not at all challenging game that if I was like 15 years younger, I would be super fucking into. Well, we got to have something for the kiddies. Okay, if I was 17 years younger. Okay. Wait, how old would you be then? Uh, I would be eight. Oh, so it's it's one of those games. Yeah. they, They have their charm, too. Yeah, and like I said, this does have charm. It is a, it is like self-aware in a way that I think is kind of charming. It is, it's got a really great art style to it. Like, like all the shit is like it's a media molecule doing this. So they they always done a really great job with like aesthetic. But yeah, it's the this isn't like a fucking Kirby situation where, like, the gameplay is unchallenging but fun enough that the aesthetic helps carry it this is so a I'm talking about like a, I'm talking about like a Kirby's epic yarn thing oh that game has fucking no teeth to it but, but it's I fun. still really want to play it ah uh. this has no teeth to it and I and played you also like, don't want to play it and I'm kind of good with like the 20 minutes I played of it Something I need to spend more time with, though, is Sticks, Shards of Darkness. I'm assuming you don't play a stick. No, you play a goblin. Okay, I mean, well, his, his last name, name is played his paper, so, you know. His name is Sticks. okay. Yes, he is, the, a, he is the first goblin. Out of how many? Uh, thousands. Uh, this, this game, you're in the middle of the what, what they call the Green Plague. A plague of goblins. Yes, so this is a sequel to Sticks Master of Shadows. Ah, that one. Which is itself a sequel slash prequel to Of Orcs and Men. Which is where Sticks is introduced. Ah. Uh, I guess he must be a popular character if they gave him two games for to his own. Yeah, I th- yeah, kinda. Yeah, kinda is. Yeah. He was uh in Of Orcs and Men you play as two characters, you play as Sticks and you play as Arkyle. Arkyle is like the big bruiser dude, like fucking, I'm gonna, he's an orc. Just when you think of an orc, he is that. Zug zug. Kinda. And Styx is a little like goblin rogue thief that has been, that was uh, tasked with helping Arkyle get to where he was going to murder the emperor of the humans. Because screw the humans. Well, well yeah, you're playing, as, you're playing as the orcs in that game and the humans are trying to exterminate all orcs. Those damn humans. Yeah. So in in the in the, in the first game, uh, Masters of Shadow, Master of Shadows, uh, you're playing as Sticks, and you discover that you are actually a clone of the original Sticks, who somehow like gained sentience 
and was able, and was like and was, but was still being like slightly controlled by the original sticks in order to release him from the world tree this source of magical energy that produces all the amber in the world amber is this really amber is a substance that is highly magical and is also very much i think like addictive or something i'm not quite sure how that works uh like amber is the reason it's one of those magic crack type things where like oh i'm so powerful but i'm also crazy yeah like amber is the reason that elves exist because elves originally human like elves are human on amber yeah elves are human and then they used amber to turn themselves into elves and same thing same kind of thing with goblins uh goblins were like sticks was originally an orc but then he used amber and then turned and then got turned into a goblin. And so at so at the end of the first game, you end up like destroying the world tree and also unleashing this fucking swarm of goblins across the land. Destroy them all. Kind of yeah, the humans destroy are, them all, my goblins. Well, you're not really controlling them. The goblins just kind of are there. Uh, yeah. And so in this game, uh, the goblins have been, like, sweeping throughout the land, causing all kinds of problems, so much so that the humans actually made a special goblin destruction task force called Carnage. How, what, they specialize in killing goblins? Uh, yes, well, yeah, they are a... They are a elite unit that is specifically created for the purpose of dealing with the goblins. Is there a trick to it, or is they just really good fighters? They're just fighters. They are they are fighters who signed up to go fucking fuck so, up goblins. It's like, hey, I want to sign up to kill as many goblins as I can. Yeah, I mean, well, the war with the or- the war with or- orcs is over, so they need fucking something to do. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, ah, well, we killed all. The- Wait, did they kill all the orcs or what? Uh, I have not finished of orcs and men. Oh, so you don't know? Yeah, I'm I'm not even entirely sure if like at this point the war is going on because. No. Yeah, because the first game took place before of Orcs and Men. This game takes place after the first game. So I don't know if I don't know if the war has started yet or is like still happening. So it's basically nuke the goblins. Why? Well, we gotta nuke something. Yeah, so Carnage is actually an acronym. Of course it is. That stands for the combatants for attacking, reaping, neutralizing, and annihilating all goblins to be eradicated squad. A.K.A. the Carnage Squad. That sounds like something from Gundam Seed. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that was intentional, because this game is a lot more self-aware than the first game was. <laughs> like, I found this out by accident, but when you die, uh, Styx actually yells at you. At the player? Yeah, at the player. Like, like, like when, like, there are a couple times when you die, where he says, like, yeah, so yeah, I read the script, and, like, we last longer than this. So, like, don't fuck up, and then just walks off screen. <laughs> or, or he'll, like, pop out from the fucking shadows and just say, hey, I got an idea. How about I come out there and then control you and make you die painfully, repeatedly? Take that. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, in-game, he also makes, like, fucking pop culture references. Like, uh, one of the things you can do is you can... You have you have like a pocket of sand that you can just like take and and throw at a lantern, sort of lanterns to douse the light on them. And like half the time when he does that, you, he yells out "pocket sand." 
you know that's from, from King, King of the Hill. That's from King of the Hill, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess they can get – I mean, that's not the worst acronym I've ever heard of. It's better than, <laughs> it's better than dimensional rift attuned gargantuan organic neotype for dragon. <laughs> from Cross Ange. Ah, <laughs> oh, some of these fucking acronyms, dude. Cross Andrew was also made by the Gundam Seed guy, so, you know, he's got to get them in. So anyway, this game begins with you uh, stealing some shit because you are a thief. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what goblins do. At which point you are actually um, found, cornered, and made a d- and given a deal by the leader of this kind of branch of the carnage. Her name is Haledrin, and she... Do the branches, t- have, do the branches have acronyms? Uh, no. Oh, good. Okay. It's just Carnage is their thing, and then they have like, hey, this is the Carnage, like fucking South Office. Okay, that's 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 better. But co- co- South South Office. Yeah. And so there's uh, an acronym for South. No, we really don't need that. No. Nah, so um, Haledrin is essentially the regional manager, and so she tasks you with trying to get with uh, breaking onto an ambassador ship to try to steal his scepter for Carnage for her specifically. Uh, if you do that, then she will give you essentially a lifetime supply of amber. Because you still need amber to, like, uh, fuel your powers and also keep the voices from the elf hive mind from creeping back into your fucking head. Wait, the the elf hive mind? Yeah, elves have a hive mind. Okay, so they're, like, so they're really different from humans. Yeah, it's it's the amber. The amber like kind of connects all the consciousnesses together through the world tree or some bullshit. Like I said, I, I haven't actually finished any of the games in the fucking of orcs and men series. Are but they, I've started like all higher, three of them. Are they, are they higher and holier than everyone? Like you humans? Yeah, they're elves. In your destructive dude. ways. Well, I'm just uh, you never know. I mean, well, they but they actually are humans. They used to be humans, so this, but now they are uh, just. But now elves are like a full on separate species. This really does sound like Cross Ange now. Well, anyway. Yeah, so you break onto the ambassador ship and go to steal the spear, go to steal the scepter, at which point the ambassador turns into a dark elf. So they have dark elves now. Yes, this is apparently the first dark elf. Or at the very least, the first elf that could shapeshift. Because after he throws you out a fucking window and kills two of the guards in the room... Uh, two more guards show up, at which point he turns into a guard and says, My god, the elf, the, the fucking goblin killed them both. Ah, uh, yes. That old trick. Yeah. Uh, I I really like this world. That's kind of why I keep coming back to these games. I really like the world they set up here. It is just different enough from fucking Bog Standard Tolkien Fantasy that I can wholly get behind it. Like, like, my thing with fantasy is that it always needs to be, like, if, if you're going, like, fucking bargain basement Tolkien-esque fantasy, it needs to have some kind of twist to it. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's got this fantasy stuff or whatever, but it also has this other thing to it. And the twist here is that the elves are actually humans that overdosed on a magic drug. No, no, the twist here is that it is, uh, it is like, taking the trappings of, like, a Tolkien-esque fantasy with, like, fucking elves, dwarves, humans, orcs, and whatever, but it yeah. is... Take a different spin on them by, like, A, having you control the orcs and goblins, hmm. and B, changing up the dynamic between each of the groups enough that it feels like it's something different. 
like having like having the orcs not just be fucking these crush destroy rar yeah like having the orcs have like some semblance of an actual society and having like and having you control an orc and it isn't just like fucking like having him actually have conversations that is i find that interesting i find all this stuff kind of interesting i like the design of the world i like sticks like dated pop culture references aside i do find him I do find his like sarcastic acerbic tone to like take on everything just really funny. Then again, I'm the guy who can go back and like wholeheartedly laugh at mid nineties just for laughs comedy specials. Ah yes. Good times. They have their place. Yeah. Um my biggest problem though is that I probably should have got this game on PC instead of PS4 because PS4 runs this game kinda like ass. So you're not part of the master race, then? No, I am. It's just I was out on the town, and I went to a local video game retailer that I enjoy supporting and bought the game for PS4. So you bought it for... Oh, yeah, that's true. No, nobody buys PC games physically anymore. Yeah, like, I was out on the town. I just saw my dad for, like, a fucking dinner, and I got some money because it was my birthday. Ah, yes. And then I went to Iceman Video Games... Located on Kent Street in the, in downtown Lindsay, and I I managed to get into like a fucking fifteen minute conversation about podcasting with the proprietor the of the, there. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the lady who run, one of the ladies who run the place. Oh, man, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. The only she, local game store I have here is GameStop. They don't want to talk about nothing. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's like, hey, did you pre order? Uh, no, I kind of want to talk about whatever that fuck off. Hey, you want to pre order something? Hey, you want to pre-order something? Hey, you want to pre-order this thing? We know you don't you don't actually want because I know what games you buy, but I have to tell you legally anyway. Meanwhile, I go to fucking uh, Iceman and I have a fucking twenty minute conversation with one of, with a guy behind the counter about this fucking Magic the Gathering game I got into, where we ended up writing a story about a fucking rapping camel. Man, I miss those days. That's the real shit, son. All the mom and pop stores around here closed. I'm lucky that I'm in a small town where the mom and pop stores still thrive. I am in a small town. It's just that it's so small. Now all we have is like one GameStop. <laughs> That's the only game store in the entire town. Yeah, we have a we have a GameStop. Well, an EB Games up here in Canada. Yeah, they all became GameStops down here for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, why why can't they just stick with Funko Land? Or uh, or just keep it EB. But it's like, hey, EB EB will all, will all now be GameStops, but only in the U.S. At least around here, maybe there's maybe we still have EBs somewhere. I don't know. All the EBs around here became GameStop, and then they closed. I don't know. Like if, if you go to if you go to GameStop, if you go to like GameStop.com, it is GameStop. But if you go to GameStop.ca, it changes to EB Games. I don't know. Shit's stupid. We used to have, we used to have a Funko Land too, but then they closed. Funko Land became GameStop. Oh no! Well, our Funko Land just closed. It, like it didn't get replaced with a GameStop either. Just like okay, we're done. Weird. Too bad. I like I liked Funko Land. You can actually get old stuff there at reasonable prices. That's why I go to Iceman. Iceman has a great selection of new and used games, including stuff going back all the way to the original NES. And they're not paying you to say this. No. They don't. You just like going there. Yeah, fucking. I goddamn love Iceman. Iceman's great. All the people there are great. They have fucking vinyl records on sale. Wow. 
for like new artists too. Even though they still made vinyls. Yeah, some of them do. Some of them are like, hey, we like fucking want to put out a vinyl record for you guys. So if y'all are fucking sick of listening to Drake in your Spotify playlist, you can fucking pull out your dad's fucking old 45 player. Head on down to Iceman, look behind the fucking Black Sabbath album and pick up a new Drake single on fucking 45. <laughs> that's 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 uh, I didn't I didn't even know they still did that. I mean, I'm sure we have a record player lying around the house somewhere. Not that I, you know. But yeah, seriously, if you are ever in the Lindsay or Peterborough area and you want some video games, check out Iceman Video Games. They are really good. They are where I buy the vast majority of my games from, unless it is a game coming out later in the month and I do not feel confident that I'll be able to hold on to the money. I need to buy that game. At which point I will actually just go to Ice. At which point I'll actually just go to EB and pre order. Pay it all up front and then go grab the game on launch day. Yeah. Anyway, Shards of Darkness. This game is fun. I enjoy stealth games, even though I am very bad at them. Like in like in this game, uh, it does the uh, it does the thing where it um, where it, it grades you on it grades you on three different things. It grades you on your swiftness, which is how fast, which is how quick you beat the level. Uh, how many tr- how many alarms you set off and how many people you kill, and you lose points, I assume, for killing people. Uh, no, you don't lose points. You just get less at the end of the level. Ah, uh, yeah, it grades you on a metal system. So it's like Metal Gear, basically. Yeah, so so it starts out like if you if you beat the game in under like part time, you trigger no alarms and you kill nobody. Uh, you get three gold medals and thus get the maximum amount of points at the end of a level you can get. If you don't, then as you go throughout the game, it will. As you go throughout a level or area, it will. When you reach when you reach a point, it will like visibly on screen tell you that you are now going for silver, and then you are now going for bronze, and then just you fucked up. Oh, okay. And so every I, mean, I just I tend I tend to just kill people in these games anyway. Oh fuck yeah! Know. I murder everybody. Oh, yeah. Which has only been a problem in this most recent mission that I played because someone found the body and triggered an alarm. <laughs> I guess I guess you can't stuck stick the bodies in like things. To oh no, you can. It's, oh no, you can. You can do that. You, like there are chests and um, and like cupboards and stuff. And I was on an airship, so I just fucking grabbed the body and threw it over the side. And somebody saw it. Uh, no. What happened was I was about to do that, but then a guard was coming, so I had to hide. At which point he saw uh, three dead bodies. I was like, I wonder what's going on here. And then triggered an alarm. And then saw me hiding underneath, hiding in one of the fucking ventilation shafts, and dragged me out and beat me to death. I guess you can't fight back, or you're not very good at that. Uh, you you can fight back. It's just you are very weak. Oh, uh. yeah. So how fighting back works is you they go they go to attack. You parry just right, and then it opens them up for a kill. Either a just fucking hit the cir- hit the square button, and then you just go up and fucking kill them. Or a muffled kill, which is your stealth kill, where you hold it down, and then it takes a couple seconds oh. as they fight, and then you can just fucking slit their throat with nobody hearing you. So you can't go full solid snake and just pop out and start punching everyone in the room? Nope, you will get fucked up real quick. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so another thing they introduce uh, kind of new in this is um, crafting, like in-level crafting, because every once in a while you'll find a crafting table. And That's using- very popular these days. Yeah, and like using stuff that you find around the level, you can make uh, throwing darts, which you can use for just like a one-hit kill. 
Uh, you can make uh, well, yeah, right now I can only make a throwing darts and uh, health potions. I assume you don't make them out of animal skins this time. Nope, you make them out of iron ore for the uh, for the metal thing, and then for the other ones you use um, just various fungus, fungi, and stuff you find around the level. So no cholesterol darts. Nope. Too bad. You cannot hit somebody and block their arteries with fucking plaque. Too bad. Yeah, it's a real shame. But it's it's still it's still a lot of fun. Uh, the game does have a tendency to kind of fuck up a bit every once in a while, like especially with pathing. So there was a point where I was there was a point where I was on the uh, ambassador ship and I was trying to get, and there were two guards I needed to kill. Uh, I poisoned their water supply. I poisoned their like water skin or whatever, their communal water skin, and then hid in a barrel and waited for one of them to go up and drink it because that was part of his path. Yeah. And I dove into the barrel as he was coming around the corner of a bookshelf and then just stopped. Waited 30 seconds. He took a st- he took half a step then stopped. Oh, so he he did he, he Is that not supposed to happen or is that just No, it is know? not. He was supposed to fucking oh. keep he was supposed to fucking keep going. Oh. And so after about, after waiting for about 2 minutes, I hopped out of the barrel, walked behind him and stabbed the other guard at which point his pathing corrected. Oh, okay. And so I threw That's- and so I threw uh the guard I just killed into a into an armoire. Waited for him to come back around, then stabbed the share to him and then threw him in the other armoire. Well, at least he didn't get stuck in the wall. Yep, then jumped out a window. On an airship that was in the air. Right, that happened once the guy got stuck in the wall and I couldn't hit him, but he could still shoot me. Yeah. Yeah, that as was really was, dumb. As he as, as he was running in place with his arm lodged in the wall. <laughs> but yeah, uh, technical problems are like in this game. Like sometimes textures won't load properly. Sometimes the game will just start fucking chugging. Like at weird times, I can't even really tell like what it's doing. Like the like um like like landscape shots, fucking in, cl- in tight close areas where everything's like really on you. Other areas where it's just, just like kind of an open area, nothing really that too taxing on it. Like there's no big vistas or like thousands of physics objects in the area. It's just a fucking empty hallway, and it just starts chugging there too. Not sure why. So is it is it lagging or? Yeah, like like the frame rate just begins like, do to the drop. Characters and goes lag? Weird. Like like all of a sudden like. There's like there's a, there's a screen freezes and everyone's at a different spot and then the screen freezes and everyone's at a different spot and the screen freezes and then when it comes to you're dead. Uh, no, they were beating, nothing like that. They were beating you to death while it was frozen and you couldn't see or do anything about it. Nothing that bad. In fact, I've never oh, had man. a game where anything was that bad. Oh. That happened to me in Fallout 4 once. <laughs> well, that's Fallout. I was, I was like Bethes- being beaten to Bethesda death Bethesda glitches are on a whole other fucking level. That's true. That is true. So I'm feeling like uh, I'm going to play a bit more of this, and I might end up uh, just selling this and getting it on PC instead. How far did you get so far? Uh, I am currently at the beginning of the third mission. I am breaking into the elf capital, Korangar, to try to replace a flight schedule and to steal a and to steal like an, and steal like a visitor's pass so that the captain of the Carnage Squad, Heledrin, can get in and figure out what the fuck's going on with the elves. Wow. Uh. 
because that, that's what, I, that, I assume that's there's what no the cross scepter, save or anything. There is not, but that's what the scepter was supposed to do. The scepter was essentially an invitation that you present to the elves at Korangar, and they will let you in. Uh, Carnage, uh, Carnage wasn't wanted to do that. A uh, Haledrin wanted to do that so she can get in and spy on the elves and figure out what the fuck they're up to, because she thinks they're up to some dirt. Meanwhile, Styx is going along with this, just saying, "Hey, I, yeah, I'm getting all that amber. I'm fucking up that elf, and you're gonna pay me for all of it." Like, there's this, there's a kind of great scene where she is, where like Haledrin is describing what she wants you to do in a mission. He's like, all right, need to break in, replace this thing. And then after every point she says, Styx just says something like something that like some physical object of like some kind of extravagance. He's like, I need to break in here. A uh, nice king size bed. I need you to replace the flight schedule. A new lab table. And after it's all like after it all says it all, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's like, well, you see, you only hired me with the amber in order to get the scepter. I basically did my job on that. And so now this is going to cost you extra. And so she's like, all right, fucking fine. Just send the bill to fucking Carnage and we'll get that shit done. It's like, fucking, fucking dope, dude. All right, let's do this. I'm surprised they're like, well, then we're going to kill you. <laughs> they need him. He is too good a thief. Oh. He is the master of shadows, remember? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, I should also say, uh, they actually, they, uh, they do a good, they do a pretty good job of actually showing um how visible you are in the dark in like darkness and stuff. Uh, once you if you are like completely covered in darkness, uh, the sheath on your the sheath your dagger is in actually lights up and works as like a meter to show how concealed you are in darkness. And there's also a thing on underneath your health bar that lets you uh, that like that like shows how visible you are, kind of like a thief gem kind of thing. not really good uh still not really sure how the uh enemy cone of vision works because you can go into like this detective vision mode where you can see the direction the enemy is looking but not really how far they're looking or how like close you can get to them before they see you and so far i am digging it i am still liking sticks sticks is good not the six is good six is good but you need the other version yeah, get this, this is a PC title. I don't know if actually it might be it might be my PS4. I don't know. Like sometimes when I play a PS4 game, it fucking runs perfectly. Other times it just fucking goes along with a piece of shit. Like fuck, like th- yeah. there there are times where I try to like fucking load a game and it actually just won't recognize there's a disc in the tray. There are times where I try to put a disc in and the disc will like be pulled into the fucking slot like at half speed. There are times where I just hear this weird fucking chugging sound from the disk drive. Yeah, sometimes my, my PS3 just completely fails with certain games. I don't know why. I mean, it could be because it's pretty old, but it's it still runs. It, it'll it'll run like new games just fine. But like, it just it did not like Saints Row Four. It would make this horrible chugging sound, and then like would start to overheat. Weird. And the game would cut would slow to a crawl. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm not playing Saints Row Four on PS3. Yeah, especially weird because like I'm playing fucking. Horizon Zero Dawn and Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, and yeah. both of them run fucking smooth as hell. It ran Japanese Persona Five just fine, and that came out this year, so it's not it's not like it only has tr- only has trouble with the uh, newer games. Oh, dude! Also, two weeks till Persona Five, till I get it. I know. I, I until you get it. Yeah, until bitch. I get, until I get a version I can understand better. It's gonna be so good. 
Oh, fuck. <clears throat> it is good. It is good. It's, it's can't so, wait. totally worth the wait. I'll say I'll review that and then not be able to review it for fucking four months until I beat it. Yeah, I guess true. You might you might take a while unless you're gonna like just double down and be like, hey, I am playing this. I'm playing this thing for fucking twenty hours a day, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I'm gonna finish this even if it even if it. Lo- I think I logged ninety five hours to finish my first playthrough. So, you know. <laughs> oh god! But I, but I also didn't know where to go half the time because it was it was like giving me a message in kanji that I couldn't read. Yeah, it's like, like you stop need- giving me. Stop giving me kanji used to Japanese letters I could actually understand. Never, bitch. No. You should have paid more attention to school, fuck dick. I, I, I did fine in Japanese class. I just graduated before we got to the advanced kanji. You actually had Japanese class? I took, Jap- I took Japanese in college, like as my language. Okay, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to take a language. Oh, yeah. I was doing all science. I had to take a language. And, and I was like... I, I, I had to take a language, and I, I was in Japanese film class, and my professor there was like, just take my Japanese class. Like, I promise I won't fail you as long as you try. And I did pretty good. But uh, I, only, I only had to take two two uh, classes to fulfill my requirement, and then uh, I was good. And Plus, then I was graduating. So I was like, I can't take Japanese 3. And they're like, but that's when we get to the actual Japanese cl- stuff. And I'm like, I know. I guess I'll just have a fourth grader's level of it for the rest of my life. Okay, here's actually a question. Uh, in American high schools, do you need to take four years of English? In American high schools? Um, you know, I don't... Because in I, Can- think I, I think I did, yeah. Because in Canadian high schools, yeah, like they show you a like breakdown of what, of what like credits you need for the courses that you take in order to graduate. And the only course you had to take for all four years of high school was English. Yeah, you have you have to take you have to take four years of English, three years of math, yeah. two years of a language, uh, I think three years of a science. Uh, yeah, for me, for me, for us, it was like a three years of like four years of English, three years of math, two years of science, one year of language, and some other bullshit. I, but I mean, I I, I I ended up taking more math than I had to, but you know, I took all four years of math. I was good at math. Oh. I actually got my last year of high school. I got paid for being good at math. No, I was terrible at math. Like I failed. I failed my freshman year math, and I had to take extra math makeup. Yeah, it was really weird. Year. Like in it, in high school, I did. Yeah. I got fucking. I was the best. I was the best of my class at math. But in university, the only course I failed over two years was a math class. I mean, I was I was never good at math, but like I I did take I took algebra one in freshman year and I failed. So so then I was able to take algebra one over two years. Uh, of sophomore and junior year, which would have counted as two years of math, and I had to take an extra year of makeup, which was easy because that was really basic math. So, so I had my math done by junior year, and I was like, "Yes, I have to take math." And they're like, "Yeah, but if you want to go to get into college, you probably should take geometry." Yeah, fuck you, bitch. So I was like, "So I was like, damn, all right." So I took geometry. It was really hard, but I did manage to pass it. And then, what, then when I got to college, like, it took me three years just to pass like the you know, the basic math requirement test. I failed so I second not, year I am calculus. I'm not good at math. I have not. I never. I've never. I've never even attempted calculus in my life. I know I wouldn't be able to do it. I did all right at like linear algebra and first term calculus, but second term calculus fucking whipped my ass. No, it also didn't I help that I. It also didn't help that I didn't go to class. Yeah, that usually helps. Yeah, like it, it was this weird thing where I went and talked to my fucking calculus professor after the at, at the at the end of the year. 
went to, I went to get all my tests, and it was like, and I went and picked them up. He 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 handed me a stack of every test I took that year. He was like, hey, did you not come to class? Like, oh fuck no, dude. And the only reason I did that was because my fucking physics professor at the beginning of the year, the first university class I took was a physics course. And the professor said, hey, I don't give a fuck if you showed up. I don't give a fuck if you show up for class. I get paid either way. At which point it clicked in my head. Oh, I don't need to show up to class. Oh, no. Most of my most of my professors were like, you you better show up to class. If you're absent three times and like you don't have a good reason, we're going to have a problem. Wait, did they take attendance then there was, for a fucking – There was the one guy who – who never took attendance, so I did. I sometimes I would not go to his class, but I usually try to because otherwise I was completely lost. We had we had fucking lecture sizes of like two hundred people. There's no way they were taking attendance for that. No, I, I wasn't in too many classes like that. I was usually in a classroom. There was only like twenty people. That was every like, class yeah. I took. If, if if my university was like that, I wouldn't have dropped out. Oh, because like like classes like that, I could actually work in. It's, yeah, it's no. the fucking big lecture things where nobody gives a fuck what you do. No, I I only had one class for that. Yeah, I was I tended to. Yeah, the, the question I just had about that was because it, it just reminded me that it just reminded me that in my fucking final year of high school, our final English exam actually kept half my English class from getting into the university they wanted because they did so bad on that test. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a fucking right. bullshit test where you had to fucking like actually map out the geographical progression of the English language. Oh no, I mean we we had to take senior year English, but like. It wasn't really hard. Like it was, it was junior year English was the hard one. That's where you had to do like a certain like ridiculous essay. Oh no! Like, uh, yeah, you ours. To, and you had in every English class we had, we had an independent study where we would have to read a book that fit a certain number of criteria, and then at the end of the year, do a do like an assessment on it or something. Like 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 up going up to like fourth year, it was fine. But then going into fourth year, it was. All right, so what you have to do is you have to go up here. You have to give a complete plot summary of the book detailing its themes and its character progression and everything. You have 20 minutes. You have to, like, get all that shit done and then ha- and then be able to have questions within 20 minutes. If you are over 20 minutes, you fail. If you are below 20 minutes, you fail. Now, our, our English – our pretty much our entire senior year is pretty much a joke. Like, we had to do all the hard stuff in junior year. Once you're past that, you're pretty much in the clear. Oh, he also – another thing. He said that – uh the book he had the book he had to choose had to be an award winning book that wasn't a bestseller. That's that's a very specific thing to pick. Minimum five hundred most, most yeah, the, yeah, minimum five hundred pages, and it can't be genre fiction. That's there's only what, how many books in the world fit that criteria? Like three. Uh, I read one that was a fictitious day in the life of people when that one guy walked a tightrope between the Twin Towers. Oh, that one. It was boring as sin, and I hated it. Yeah, well, most most Eng- of our reading... High school English good. is the reason I don't read books anymore. No. No, our high school English was... Well, I mean, my senior year was kind of miserable because I was taking geometry, <laughs> which I should have finished years ago, but, you know, and beyond anyway. that, yeah... They've probably been playing then. On to news. We got a bunch of news. So first up, the official PlayStation website has announced that in Japan, the PlayStation 3 will end production. I mean, that's not surprising. No, it is not, because that thing launched 11 goddamn years ago. I'm pretty, I'm pretty risen. The only reason it was still in production was for Persona 5. Probably. 
like, now that that's now now that that's out, they're done. Yeah, Persona Five drop is like, all right, we are good. But yeah, that hey, is what, a, what, that's like a what else is what even else is coming out on PS3? Uh, nothing. Let, let's see, uh, nothing except Persona Five. That's it. And that's I'm pretty sure it's the only reason they didn't cancel the PS3 release is because. Uh, they they'd have been announcing it for so long that people would probably like try and sue them for false advertising if they canceled it. Yeah, That's like they it. do with every other company. Well, 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 well. Other company. Well, the thing is, other, other companies usually just like they say from the start, we're not releasing the PS3 version in the US, so don't buy it. Whereas here, it's like it's only going to be on PS3, and they said that for like three years, and people pre-ordered for PS3, and then they're like, oh wait, no, PS4 oh, after all. Uh yeah. Oh okay, crap. I- Hey, PS3 owners, you still get it. You still get it. Just... Yeah. Let's see. The, the only game that's not Persona 5 that's coming out for PS3 is Winning Eleven 2017, Konami the Best in Japan. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's a it's soccer, a soccer game. game. It's Winning Eleven okay. is a long-standing soccer series that for a while okay. was like the fucking rival to Pro Evo Soccer. And it's Konami the Best, which means it, it already was released. This is just a re-release, so yeah, okay. I guess PS3 is dead. Yep, PS3 is dead, everybody. That's all right. I'm. That's all right. I'm, there's still probably tons of games I'll be playing for years, like with PS2. Moving on to our next piece of news. Uh, in Shueisha, in the May's issue of Shueisha's V Jump magazine, it was announced that Bandai Namco is developing a sequel to Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth called Hacker's Memory, coming to oh. PS4 and PS Vita. Yeah, that was really unexpected. I mean, that was expected, but that was a really unexpected hit. Like, they didn't think it would do anything good at all, and all of a sudden, everyone loves this game, and people like Digimon again. Wow, we didn't expect this. Yeah, Terriermon. Represent, motherfuckers. Oh, Terriermon. He's my... St- he's, he was my starter. I think I picked a Palmon, but... By the way, y'all can, I went, by I, the way, y'all can I fucking check the, out goddamn yeah. Digimon Story Cyberslip by checking out the playthrough of it available now on DestroProds.com, YouTube.com, slash DestroProds. How far have you even gotten in that? I got to the lab. Where I can swap up my party. Oh, you mean with not Elizabeth? Yes. I just, yeah, the fucking uh, brawless detective found my di- found my digitized body in the middle of the street and took me back to her office where I fucking hacked her TV. Yeah, and then it, not Elizabeth is there who has the same voice as Elizabeth in Japanese. Yeah, it's, I mean, Cyber Sleuth is pretty clearly, th- there's a lot of Persona elements in there, but that's okay because Persona is good and so is Cyber Sleuth and you should totally play it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the game will so, be. Yes, yeah, so the game is uh, quote a racing RPG uh, that will take place in digital and cyber world, real and digital worlds. Uh, it will have a story of the, about the other side of Cyber Sleuth, uh, where at some point Digimon, uh, at some point Dagamon uh, will appear in Odaiba. Uh, there will be more than three hundred and twenty Digimon that can be raised in the game. Hmm. Uh, the game also features a new protagonist uh, who dives into the world of hackers. After he's rented a criminal for an in, for an incident he has no memory of. Uh, no word on if there is going to be a female protagonist for this thing. Uh, but, probably there probably will be. Yeah, but I'm the uh, Pokemon, but the Digimon he is uh, featured with are Tentamon, Gatsumon, and Betamon, which is different from uh, the first game. Yeah. So okay, which was Terrymon, Palmon, and the Gear. Not that it matters. Everyone's going to be using Royal Knights by the end anyway. But yeah, hey. fuck it. 
summon fucking Angelamon or some bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, the game will have uh, extras related to uh, the original Cyber Sleuth game, uh, but it will be playable and completely a uh, thing for those who have not played the original. Wait, it's an add-on? Uh, no, it is a... It, it's a side story. Oh, so, okay. This is Cyber Sleuth Gaiden. Oh, okay. That makes sense. From what, from based on based on how that article reads. Yes. All right. Yeah. There is there's there is some stuff that wasn't quite clarified. All right. I think I uh, I think I know what they're going for here. Yeah. Should be good. Yes. So Sleuth was good. This will be good too. Microsoft has announced a brand new series of controllers, uh, the Tech series. What's the difference between this and the other ten variations of controllers? These ones got rubber grips on them and shit. Oh wow. Yeah, so, so the now first, your hands will feel nice and soft. Yeah, so the first in the tech series is the Recon Tech Special Edition. It is coming out April 25th for 70 American dollars. That is a price. Uh, so well, I'm not getting that. Yeah, so it has um, a diamond pattern rubber backing uh, and a laser etched texture on the on its face and an improved wireless range with Bluetooth support. Uh, on the company blog, Major Nelson wrote, the Xbox, team's, the Xbox team was inspired by military technology and performance patterns, exploring concepts stemming from combat armor and sci-fi mechanical gear. For a controller? Yeah. That's only, that's only improvement is increased wireless range? It also got grips on and, it. Okay, and grips. It, it also looks fancy. I'm pretty sure no. Well, actually, yeah, I'm probably sure people will in fact buy it because it's fancy and has grips. But okay, but I wouldn't. Yeah. So, um, like any Xbox One controller, you'll be able to remap any of the buttons uh, using the Xbox Accessories app. Uh, and later this year, Xbox One will be receiving an update for what they are calling a Copilot feature, where two controllers will act as one. Should uh, people with disabilities want to play cooperatively with a friend, wherein they each have their own gamepad. According to this article from Eurogamer. So someone could take up the slack if you only have one arm, basically. I guess. That's a, nif- that's a nifty idea. Yeah. That actually is kind of cool now that you put it like that. Yeah, that actually, that actually is kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I know people I know people that have one arms that like have managed to make it work with one arm because they really, 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 really want to play games despite their disability. Dude, yeah, I know people with no easier. arms that can do that. They play with their feet. No, they play with their fucking chin. I saw, I saw, I saw a dude beat Dead, Dead Space 2 with just his chin. That's quite impressive. I, and I also did see a dude get um, playing uh, League of Legends get a pentakill with his feet. I mean, sometimes I play with my feet if I'm like, my hands are occupied and it's something that doesn't require a lot of attention. But, yeah, no, you know, this, uh, don't think. Yeah, this guy, uh, he was, uh, he, had, he had, I think, like muscular dystrophy. Oh. So he couldn't really move. So he was just laying down with like this weird custom like three button setup looking like a fucking uh looking like a fucking dive kick controller. Hmm. And he got a pentakill in league, I think. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, and the other guy he was um the other guy who played who beat Death with his chin, he was um like quadriplegic. And so he mapped the entire game to use only the mouse. And then just kind of used his chin to control the mouse. I mean, somebody somehow beat Super Mario Bros. blind, so you never know. Those stories are so interesting to me. 
Just the, just, just the insane ways people are able to get around with their own physical disabilities to They're play like, these I'm fucking I'm going to play this game. I'm not going to be the only person in the world that's never beaten Super Mario Brothers. I don't care if I can't see and don't even know what Mario looks like. All right, you motherfuckers. I have two fingers growing out of each arm socket and my legs are fucking backwards. I'm going to play your fucking video game. Anywho. Yeah. We got our next piece of news. Uh, so. Okay. No. Wait, what are you saying? What do you got? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> Probably wasn't important. <laughs> so. The Seiken Densetsu series, uh, known over here in known over here in the West as the Mana series, is getting a is getting an updated re-release on the Switch, but only in Japan. Eh, I mean, I'm kind of used to that by now. Yeah. So the first three tiles of the fe- so the first three tiles of the franchise, um, Seiken Densetsu, Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy Gaiden, which is Mystic Quest over here in the West, uh, Seiken Densetsu Two. Secret of Mana. And Seiken Densetsu 3 uh, will be collected onto one cartridge uh, called, the Senken- called the Seiken Densetsu Collection. Uh, it'll be released both digitally and physically on June 1st for a total of 4,800 yen or about 4 to 3 bucks. But only in Japan. Yeah, according to uh, Gamatsu, Seiken Densetsu 2 and 3 will have three-player multiplayer support. Uh, while new features will include a quick save option and the ability to listen to any of the game's music from the home menu. That's neat. I mean, I, I, I guess if you're a fan of that series. Yeah. I don't I don't really think... Uh, I, I, I played it back in the day, but I don't really remember much about it. And I don't think they've released anything for that in a, what, in a long time. Yeah. And for the Switch... Yeah, so you remember? Do you even have a switch? No. Do you what? know anybody that has a switch? I don't. No, fucking. Why, why would anybody? Why, nobody I know would be interested in getting a switch except people I talk to on this fucking website, and none of us can afford uh, one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not gonna get one on release. No, fuck no. I'm waiting for that shit to get a fucking like updated, like fucking elite edition. Oh, that it'll have like a fucking maybe that one will have a four hour battery life. Do <laughs> so you remember Bloodstained Ritual of the Night? How how old is that? Sounds uh, familiar. It hasn't come out yet. It is the crowdfunded game from Koji Igarashi. Oh, is that the not Castlevania? Yes. Oh, I, yeah, I did, I did hear. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard about it. I remember it. What about it? That's coming to the Switch. Huh. And, and it has also been canceled for the Wii U. Of course. That's not a surprise. Yeah, uh, Igarashi said in the Kickstarter update, during our Kickstarter campaign, the Wii U was at the height of its popularity. But the situation has drastically changed after the release of the Nintendo Switch. This change made it difficult to receive the necessary support from the hardware maker, which has led us to drop the Wii U development and shift the development to the Nintendo Switch. Which basically meant Nintendo said no. Pretty much. We're done with the Wii U. Make it for the Switch. Okay. Well, also, they canceled production of the Wii U. Yeah, that's true. So it wouldn't make a lot of sense. That would be like them saying, hey, we're releasing this on the PS3. Which they canceled production for. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so if you backed the game, hoping to get a Wii U version of the game, you are eligible for a refund. And uh, if you're interested, you must make your request uh, before April 20th, 2017. 
and contact order at fangamer.com with the subject line uh, bloodstained Wii U refund uh, with the email address tied to your PayPal account. Okay. But if you want to get it to a, another platform, you can just change uh, to you can just uh, change your reserve to request a copy of the game for Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, or Vita. Well, I didn't either. Because and, the uh, Vita has outlasted the Wii U. Somehow. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, the Vita the, the is really good in Japan, apparently. They they like having something to play on their three-hour train ride to work. Yeah. Uh, anybody who, so any Wii U backers who don't do any of that uh, will get automatically switched to a Switch pre-order. Well, well, I, didn't, on. I didn't do anything, so it doesn't affect me at all. But Somebody sure at home might have done that. Probably. I mean, well, I'm sure somebody at home has a Switch, too. So, you know, maybe they'll... Uh, Maybe. Just enjoy their Switch version. So, moving on. There's a new piece of DLC coming to Dead Rising 4. It is called Frank Rising. Where you play as Frank West, but a zombie. So, like, uh... Oh, no, not like not like that. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say it's like Red Dead Redemption, but you only turn into a zombie in the post-game. Yes, so, according to the official description from Microsoft, Frank is infected and wanders the city, beaten, bloody, and driven only by a need to feast. When a former ally discovers him, he is written off as incurable. Luckily, he'll find help from an unlikely resource. As Frank begins to recover, he'll need to race to find a permanent cure while developing all new abilities and strength. Unfortunately, he can no longer eat food to stay alive and must feast on others to survive. As he is trying to save himself, Frank learns that several survivors he cares about are trapped in the city with him, and he must rescue them and himself before the government closes his case file for good and wipes the city off the map. And without eating them. Yeah. So that game's part of the season pass, but if you didn't have a season pass, it's ten bucks on April fourth. And if you buy that if you buy that on launch day, then you are wasting your money because that's when Persona 5 comes out. <laughs> that's true. <sighs> Moving on, uh, the next DLC pack for Civilization VI adds Persia. Led Yay. by Cyrus II the Great. It's kind of redundant. And does other stuff? I don't know. It it seemed important. Civilization always seems important. I mean, it seems important, but... I mean, you know... Civilization. I mean, you can only you can only civilize so many times. Yes. So they're starting to run out of civilizations to add. Yes. So moving on to our final piece of news. While speaking with forum users um, in the Overwatch forums, uh, Jeff Kaplan, great game director for Overwatch, said, "Quote: We are extremely open-minded about releasing a map editor for Overwatch someday. Someday. Yes. Uh, he." added that because Overwatch is made on an all-new engine, this is not a small task or one that will be happening anytime soon. So, okay. few, so a few years down the road, don't be surprised if Overwatch comes with a fucking map editor. Presuming that Overwatch is still a popular thing a couple years from now. I'm going to say, yeah, assuming people still play it in five years. Which they might. Yeah, they might. I mean, fucking know. Team Fortress 2 lasted a while. People still play it. Yeah, even though it's fucking garbage. Yeah, well, you know, it was, it was the 
probably the I think it was the only thing they had for a while. It was good once, but then they fucked it. Yeah, well, they were too busy caring about hats. Yeah. And then game improvement. Yeah. So that's it for news. On to new releases. For this week, the week of March 21st, we have Mass Effect Andromeda. Have you even seen those comparison videos and GIFs and stuff about this fucking game? Yeah, I have. Jesus Christ. Like, I know that uh, the game was made by a fucking, like, offshoot studio of Bioware that had never really made a game this big before, but fucking Christ. Yeah. I I just, right before we started, I was watching a, a friend do a Let's Play of it, and I was just like, everybody looks possessed. My God, what is wrong with that lady's Those facial legs? animations is terrible. Why is she reverse moonwalking? I don't know, but I mean... Maybe the story's good. I don't Why know. Why did that Asari turn into Shrek? I don't know. I kind of still... I kind of lost... Well, I don't know. I lost faith in Bioware after Mass Effect 3. <laughs> but then Dragon Age Inquisition was actually pretty good, so... Yeah, Dragon I Age Inquisition was, was real good. And I've heard a lot... Was, and I've heard like a... Fucking Brad Shoemaker over on Giant Bomb, actually, he made that game his, uh, he made, a uh, Mass Effect 3 one of his games of the year because he played it after all the DLC got released. Well, well, I mean, maybe. When I, I played it on release, it wasn't very good. I played it with the updated ending, and I mean, it still wasn't very good. I played but it. I guess the DLC improved it. Yeah, I played it before the, like, any DLC for it came out, and I just found it kind of really boring. Like, I mean, I, like the shooting I, mechanics were good, but like the, the shooting mechanics was good not. and stuff, but like I didn't have any connection with the characters that I felt in the previous games. Oh, like when I finally fucked Garrus, it didn't have the same satisfaction as it did in Mass Effect Two. Well, yeah, because you've already done it. No, like fucking, I did. I did Mass Effect One. I did like no fucking like fucking hooking hook up with goddamn like I'm sorry, like hooking up with a uh, what's her name, Liara. Liara, yeah, like I hooked up with her in fucking Mass Effect One, and then in Mass Effect Two, I hooked up with her again. Still was a, still was like a satisfying conclusion to that fucking thing. All the work I put in. And then Mass Effect Three, it's like, oh, yeah, we we porked, I guess. I don't know. I think I accidentally fucked half my crew. It happens. Like I was just being nice to the fucking trainer, and then all of a sudden we're in the shower together. Yeah, that's a problem. Mass Effect, they're like, hey, you're kind of, hey, you're kind of nice to me. That means we are romance now. Let's fuck. And if you don't, then, well, well I'm not going to say anything to you for the rest of the game. Yeah, and then the fucking Inquisition, I'm trying to fucking get my Mac on with that weird elf lady, and she is fucking having none of it. Yeah, no, she's like, yeah, unless you're, uh, like, I think she's, I think she's only a lesbian, and only, like, if you're not an elf yourself. Yeah, I, yeah, like and, I, and I wasn't. I was, I was the fucking weird horn people. Oh, I, was, I don't I, know that. Yeah, I was a horn lady, and she was like, nah, dog. I was like trying to get that fucking work in there. I was doing the shit. I was fucking helping the cause. You know, fuck, you know, fuck the masses. Like like no, fuck the fucking bourgeoisie. The proletariat will rise. I was doing all that shit and she's still like, "Nah." Nah, maybe. I'm like, "What the fuck, dog?" This is like that let enchantress lady that just no matter doesn't matter what you do. She's like, "No." Yeah, I was trying to fucking get I, the, I was trying to put the move on her and she just kept swerving. Yeah, no, no. You you can't you can't romance her at all. She's just like, "No." No, 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 sorry. Wasn't, wasn't the Enchantress lady. It was the um, it was the politician lady, the one who was hanging out in your keep and helped you like do diplomatic shit. Oh, her? No, yeah, you can romance her. Yeah, I was fucking putting the moves on her, and she was fucking having none of it. Once again, nobody, bitch. I fucking polish my horns daily. I do that shit for y'all. Yeah, no. But it was still good enough that it re- that rekindled my faith in Bioware. 
to the point where I was like, well, maybe Andromeda might be good, but yeah, I'm like not fu- so fuck, sure I wouldn't have put that much effort into trying to romance those ladies if I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I was invested. I liked all those characters. I liked that world, and then just fucking, I was getting none of it. Anyway, I'm not sure about the Mass Effect Andromeda character. Nobody's really had any comments about them except that, like, you know, they, they're they not. They look fucking weird. They, except that, yeah, but they're like, they look weird. The animation's bad. I'm like, okay, but how about the actual characters? Yeah. They look weird and the animation's bad. They're characters, I think. Apparently the voice acting isn't very good either. I don't know. I haven't actually played it and I'm probably not going to for a long, long time. Yeah, probably. Anyway. But hey, it's out, finally. Yeah. Uh, all's coming out this week is, is Zero Escape The Nonary Games. For PS4 and Vita. Okay. Yes, it is a remake of the first two Zero Escape games. Which are, I believe, uh, nine room, like nine rooms, nine doors, nine people or something. Something like that. And one of the games that I talked about on this show. Uh... Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward. Yeah, they're what both. What was that for? Uh, that was for 3DS. Oh, yeah. I remember. I think I remember you talking about that. Yeah, so that's coming to PS4 and Vita. Yay. And then next week, we have Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. That still isn't out yet? March 28th. According to GiantBomb.com. Oh, oh wait! I thought you meant the. Uh, so that oh, that's that's just the the PS4 compilation of. Uh, yes, the PS4 compilation the, the of the remix. games released on fucking PS3. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I th- I thought you meant the uh, the preview version. I'm gonna say. I thought that was out by now. Nope. Jesus Christ! Wonder how much longer. Like they're they're running out of things to stall. No, like, fucking next get- fucking next up it'll be goddamn Kingdom Hearts 2 it'll be Kingdom Hearts 2. Pi. They're, they're they're out they're I think after this they like they have to they have to release Kingdom Hearts 3 now. They have nothing up they have nothing else to stall. They're, they're they already rele- played their last card. They released Kingdom Hearts negative 3, which is essentially the ground zeros of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I mean P- I mean PS3 the re-release versions that's fair enough. It includes it includes the final mix material that the US never got. That was kind of cool. Uh, re-releasing it for PS4. Uh, I mean, unless you didn't have a PS3 but had a PS4, I mean, okay. I like, did. There's really nothing more they can. Unless there's nothing more they can add to those games. Like that's it. It's done. They they already released what is basically just a preview of Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. The, the last game. Two point eight. So two point eight, which is basically just the three DS game and like and a short some prologue. shit from a uh, Birth by Sleep. It's basically, it's basically, it's just basically, a, it's a side story with the one character from Birth by Sleep that they kind of hinted at in Birth by Sleep Final Mix, which they were basically holding in reserve in case they needed more time for Kingdom Hearts 3. But they played that card. They've got nothing left. Is Kingdom Hearts 3 or bust by now? Come on, they're out of excuses. That's what you think. Coming, yeah. And it's still not coming out this year. Coming soon, Birth, coming soon, Kingdom Hearts 2.9. Which is all the cell phone games. Oh, God, not the cell phone games. 
Yeah, you want fucking... they already released a, they already released a cell phone game on DS. Yeah, but now it's on PS4, running at 60 FPS. Ugh. Y'all ready for that shit? Yes, with, with still with the Nintendo 3DS graphics. Yeah, but now it's they're running. Like at, they can now they're running at 60 anymore. frames a second. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that's it for this I week. I just want it to be over. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks' time, but a bit late probably because Kingdom Hearts Five is com- because Persona Five is coming out, not Kingdom Hearts Five. Persona, Persona Five, no, not Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts Five will be coming out when we're like elderly, if we're not dead already. No, Kingdom Hearts Three will be released as a double pack with fucking Half Life Three. <laughs> so thank y'all for joining us. We'll be back, like I said, two weeks' time. An episode of the Astroprods.com video games podcast in between now and then, though. We'll be having our regular run of newspaper reviews, podcasts, all kinds of bullshit, but until then, I'm dead. And Alex, and a place of silence for where Ziploc Bob would be. We will see you guys next time. We salute you, Bob.